turn the volume down. Down. And maybe don't use headphones. Maybe not. We're professionals. Woo! We've stated this time and again. Um, we've been doing this podcast for like four months now, and we still are terrible with sound, so. So you're welcome, really, is what we're trying to say here. Yeah. Oh, yeah. What can we say except you're, you're welcome. welcome. <laughs> you're welcome. Um, what are we doing? to Disney. Um, we are drinking, I don't know, you bought it. What oh, are we drinking? I bought it. Um, we're drinking Prophecy, and the specific one is a Cabernet Sauvignon from California, 2016, so two, three years aged. Woo! Shout out to those bogos in public. This one is called The Emperor. At Prophecy Wines, their inspiration comes from the beauty of the harvest and the possibility of greatness in a glass. That's a great tagline right there. Wines are drawn from premier global growing regions, individually selected to bear each of the varieties defining characteristics. Words. Prophecy Cabernet Sauvignon showcases the best of California. The wine is expressive and smooth with layered flavors of fresh blackberry, plum, and vanilla with toasted oak and a long, soft finish. Mm-hmm. I don't like that sentence. Mm-hmm. They don't use the like oxygen. soft, wet brain. Chrissy, you make my brain... No, I already messed it up. <laughs> <laughs> Do I make you want to have a, a soft brain? A wetter brain. A wetter brain. Oh, yeah. We both fucked that up. It's fine. Prophecy doesn't use the Oxford comma, so I'm a little upset that I bought this. Um, so if you practice public relations, Prophecy is the wine for you. Yeah. This, this <laughs> is your wine, ladies and gentlemen, and all those in between. Yes. So, hi. This so, is Read Between the Vines. Oh, oh. Hey. Hey. If you've stumbled across, uh, if you've stumbled across this podcast, we'll read between the vines. And on this episode, we're gonna drink because that's it's in, it's in the title, and we're gonna read some poetry. <laughs> All right. Um, okay. Who went? I don't. We, we don't know who went first last time. Well, we had the we had the same. We accidentally did the same poet last time. So. So we'd like to welcome someone to the uh, a new player to the RBTV family. <laughs> Solomon is now our poetry confirmer. Yes, good job, Solomon. Sorry, Chris. You're we doing you, great. Chris. We love you, and it's partially my fault because I'm a slacker, and I wait usually until the day of to pick my poet, and then Chris is, like, at work and can't respond to yeah. me when I'm like, hey, I want to do this person, and so last week, I picked my poet, and, um, I picked it the day of, and I texted Chris, and I said, hey, I'm doing Marilyn Singer, and he never texted me back, so I just assumed, assumed that yeah. I was good to go, and then, um, well, you heard it. If you didn't hear it, go back and listen. It's but, a good one. Yeah, it's a funny one. But he's doing great things in D.C., and we know yeah. he can't always take the time to be here with us in Florida, so, so he's doing got, his very best. Yeah, we've got our friend Solomon, who's here in Florida, who we see, like, every day. Every day. Um, so... 
He's gonna start doing the thing. Alright. Do yeah. you do you, I wanna read. Okay, you read. Great. You read. Executive decision. Okay. Let me make sure that's the right one. I was it says shrugs on it. I know, I was a little flustered at work today. Okay. When okay. You're printing these, right? Yes. A oh, pen. I that's why it's I brought the red lap. pen. Oh, on my lap. Okay. Ready? Yes. Okay. Am I? Yes. Are you? You tell me. I'm ready. Okay. Poem 1A is called Naming the Heartbeats. I've become the person who says darling, who says sugar pie, honey bunch, snuggle bear, and that's just for my children. What I call my husband is unprintable. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> okay. Poem 1B. The future is slimy. I'm tired of all the pleasantries. Mr. Doctor this and big smile that. There will be no good mornings when we backwards evolve into slime beings. With love, D. <laughs> um, well, first off, I'm really excited to see who your poet is. Because <laughs> I love these. Good. Already. Good. Um, I'm going to go with can you read them again? Sure. Naming the heartbeats. I've become the person who says darling, who says sugar pie, honey bunch, snuggle bear, and that's just for my children. What I call my husband is unprintable. You're welcome. Okay. The future is slimy. I'm tired of all the pleasantries. Mr. Doctor this and big smile that. There will be no good mornings when we backwards evolve into slime beings. With love, D. I think you're about 1B. I did write one B. Oh, okay. I, I picked it because of the word slimy. I feel really? Like for some reason, I can I can see you like reacting to something and being like, oh, that's slimy. You know? <laughs> okay. So it was my title that gave it away? Yeah, actually. Uh, I thought about not even giving you these titles. Mm -hmm. But I was like, no, because I wanted to try to challenge myself. So you'll see, um, like, the formatting and not like, if you look back at my previous poems, they mimic very very clearly, but I tried to challenge myself and not do anything similarly, so I didn't necessarily do the same punctuation, same topic, yeah. same melody, same... Yeah. Yeah. So. Well, I think that's fair. Thanks. Um, okay, so am I keeping score? You're keeping score. Chrissy won. All right. We have three poems? We do. Okay. Probably should have set this up earlier, but it's fine. Okay. So... My turn. Um, I did something different this week, but I'm not going to tell you about it until the end. Okay. Okay. So it's not a visual thing. No. Okay. It's. No. It's no, it's fine. All right. Here's your paper. Okay. Poem 1A is called The Red Horse. A horse collapses in the middle of an alley. The leaves fall on him. Our love shudders and the sun too. Okay. Poem 1B, The Brown Cow. A cow wanders through the meadow, crushes grass under him, our hope rises, and the moon too. So I feel like we switched tactics here. <laughs> this is what I said I am used to doing. <laughs> so really, at this point, it's like the small words, the small adjectives. Would you write about a horse or a cow? Red horse, interesting. Brown cow. Is the red, I wonder why it's red. I wonder if you do that for like sun and love and 
But brown, I would guess blue for moon, but maybe because they both, I don't know. All I'm thinking is chocolate milk. <laughs> um, horse comes in the middle of the cow wanders through the meadow. The leaves fall on him, crushes grass under him. They're both, they're both in the same tents, so that's not helpful. All right, this is just going to be an eeny meeny kind of thing. I'm going to say you went with the red horse. That's yours. No, I wrote the brown cow. Okay. I wrote the brown cow. And again, I'm not, not explaining anything me. until the very end. Okay. Okay? Yep. All right. All right. Can I have oh, yep. 10 back? Thank you. So Jackie comes up. No, on the first one. Um, okay. All right. Poem 2A is called One Bite. Miracle fruit changes the tongue. One bite, and for hours all you eat is sweet. Placed alone on a saucer, it quivers like it's cold from the ceramic, even in this Florida heat. <laughs> okay. Poem 2B, Ring of Tree. Rings of a tree to stains in a cup. Turn your cheek to the malice and treachery. Time here and gone leaves behind its branding, and to cut or wash erases all memory. I don't know. Um, I'm at least pleased that I'm stumping you. Will, you. will you read it again? Yeah. One bite. Miracle fruit changes the tongue. One bite, and for hours all you eat is sweet. Placed alone on a saucer, it quivers like it's cold from the ceramic, even in this Florida heat. Okay. Ring of tree. Rings of a tree to stains in a cup. Turn your cheek to the malice and treachery. Time here and gone leaves behind its branding, and to cut or wash erases all memory. I'm going to say you wrote 2B. I did. And I'm only saying that to cut or wash erases all memory makes me think of China, and we had a discussion about China today. Oh, interesting, because that's not where at all that came from. Really? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, do you want to tell me where it came from or not? Um, yeah, sure. This is when I was on the 14th straight hour packing boxes for work. <laughs> um, I looked out at my coffee cup and I, I hadn't been able to drink it because, again, I was in the 14th hour of back packing boxes mm -hmm. and the coffee stained a ring, but you could see the different layers of my coffee cup and I was like, that reminds me of a treat. And so then I wrote. I like it. Thanks. I like it. And so whether you cut the tree or you wash the cup, okay. then the rings are gone. Okay. All right. Um, also, I, I also picked B because the Florida thing, I was like, you know what? It could be she wrote the Florida thing to trip me up or she picked it to trip me up. And I guess yeah. that you picked it. I actually, this is just one of the ones I liked. It also happened to have Florida in it. Hmm. Like, I didn't pick it because of Florida. Okay. All right. Are you ready for my second one? I am. Okay. <clears throat> Do you have titles on yours? Yeah. Yeah? Couldn't remember if I gave you titles. Oh, oh, oh yeah, you did. Like there, there like, are yeah. titles on your page. Yeah, the mountain and the garden. Okay, cool. Great. So, 2A, <laughs> the mountain. Billions and billions of moments will never be enough to describe, to say, the deep ache of intensity. When you loved me, when I loved you, each evening in the moonlight in our flat in Paris, in Paris, on the Rue Le Pique, the summit of the city of lights. 
the garden. Thousands and thousands of years will not be sufficient to know, to say, the little second of eternity, where you kissed me, where I kissed you, one morning, one morning in the light of winter, at Parc Montsouris in Paris, in Paris, on the ground, the earth that is a star. You did this on purpose because I've never been there. <laughs> All right, hold on. It looked like they weren't on the same line. Oh, they're not on the same line. That's why one looks longer than the other. Are they're, they not on the same line? No, they're not. The garden is up one. Oh, okay. It's okay. It doesn't... Sorry. No, all good. Your copy looks a little different than mine. Okay. Because you did something and you want to tell me until the end. <laughs> um, can you read them again, please? Yes. The mountain. Billions and billions of moments will never be enough to describe, to say, the deep ache of intensity... When you loved me, when I loved you, each evening in the moonlight, in our flat in Paris, in Paris, on the Rue Le Pique, the summit of the City of Lights. The Garden. Thousands and thousands of years will not be sufficient to know, to say, the little second of eternity, where you kissed me, where I kissed you, on one morning in the light of winter, at Parc Montsouris in Paris, in Paris, on the ground, the earth that is a star. That confused me even more. I should not have asked you to read it a second time. <laughs> um, okay, again, this is going to come down to... Is this what you felt like when I wrote very similarly? Because, like... I had to... Again, I can't tell you until the end, but I had to write similarly this okay. week. All right. And yes, it is. Especially that one about the men under the fucking floorboard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're right. That was, that was, I was mean. Um, all right. That was such a good poem, though. Thank you. Um, I've never heard you talk about either of these things either. The Parc Montsouris or Rue Le Pique. You haven't, I haven't. <laughs> um, I'm going to say you wrote The Mountain. You're right. Oh, yeah. I don't know why, it was a guess. (laughs) Okay. Um, Well, I can tell you at least this little bit about that one. The Rue Le Peak is in Montmartre, which is, like, the heart of the artist district in Paris. So that's why I picked that street, if that tells you anything. It's, like, one of my favorite parts of Paris. Okay. I have to go to Paris. (laughs) (laughs) Is what we're saying. All right. Oh, my turn. Yes, your turn. not going to read your poetry. Okay. Okay. 3A is called, Are All the Breakups in Your Poems Real? If by real you mean as real as a shark tooth stuck in your heel, the wetness of a finished lollipop stick, the surprise of a thumbtack in your purse, then yes, every last page is true. Every nuance, bit, and bite. Wait, I've made them up. All of them. And when I say I am married, it means I married all of them. A whole neighborhood of past loves. I really like that one. I really like that one. Okay. 3B. Is there life after death? A little boy told me there is, and that he saw a face, and that the face smiled at him. But do we believe the word of a little boy who thinks girls have cooties? Yes. Yes, of course we are. Kids know what they see, and they know what they know, and by his grace we see his work through them. Are two billion people wrong? Two billion people are wrong? Two billion people are wrong. 
oh, there's some interesting stuff in here because you got his capitalized like it's God. Um, also, do we believe the word? Yes, of course we are. Are all the breakups in your poems real? If by real you mean as real as a shark tooth stuck in your heel, the wetness of a finished lollipop stick, the surprise of a thumbtack in your purse, then yes, every last page is true. Every nuance, bit, and bite. Wait, I've made them up, all of them. And when I say I am married, it means I married all of them, a whole neighborhood of past loves. Okay. Is there life after death? A little boy told me there is, and that he saw a face, and that the face smiled at him. But do we believe the word of a little boy who thinks girls have cooties? Yes, yes, of course we are. Kids know what they see and they know what they know. And by his grace, we see his work through them. Are two billion people wrong? Two billion people are wrong? Two billion people are wrong. I'm gonna guess you wrote three A. I wrote three B. Oh, okay. All right. You, you were right on the we are because I changed the word at the last minute and didn't reread it to fix the text. Ah, see, I thought you picked it. I, I got in my own head about that. At first, I wrote, but are we to believe? Yes, of mm. course we are. And then I changed it to, but do we believe? And I never changed the R. So, like, mm. I read that and was like, oh, I'm done for. No, well, okay, it works to your benefit because I, I thought, I got in my own head about it. And I was like, she did this on purpose and picked a poem with bad grammar thinking that. Yeah, I, I was trying to challenge myself for this minisode and next minisode. I didn't try to. Not, nothing I picked is meant to trip you up. I picked okay. poems I liked and wrote poems I liked. Yeah! So that like should it. help you out. <laughs> All right. All right. Um, you want me to read my last one and then yes. you'll tell me about your poet? Yeah. Okay. Thanks, sir. No, it's okay. Okay. Um, all right. 3A is called Paris at Night. Five fingertips to trace your outline. The first two to feel your shoulders, the second two to feel your waist, the last to feel your lips, and the other hand to hold your cheek, your legs, your hair, while sleeping, though we sleep very little. Ooh, <laughs> spicy. <laughs> but like sweet. <laughs> like, like, like sweeten, sweeten, sweet sriracha? Yeah, like sweet, like yes. peach sriracha. Peach sriracha, done. Okay. Okay, um, okay. Mm -hmm. 3B. Paris at night. Three matches one by one struck in the night. The first to see your face in, it, in its entirety, the second to see your eyes, the last to see your mouth, and the darkness all around to remind me of all these while holding you in my arms. Aww. All right, um, can you read them again? Yes. 3A, Paris at night. Five fingertips to trace your outline, the first two to feel your shoulders, the second two to feel your waist, the last to feel your lips, and the other hand to hold your cheek, your legs, your hair, while sleeping, though we sleep very little. Okay. Wait, Paris at night. Three matches one by one struck in the night. The first to see your face in its entirety, the second to see your eyes, the last to see your mouth and the darkness all around to remind me of all these while holding you in my arms. The only difference I can see between these two, comparing them to the first two, is that 
3A Paris at night is to trace, while 3B Paris at night is one struck. So one is present and one is past-ish. That's not helpful. Um, okay, can I, I'm gonna visualize myself doing this, maybe though. Okay, I trust it at land. Okay, shoulders, the second two. Like your second set of fingers, maybe that's what it means. And then you'd have to come back up like this. Mm. Three matches, one by one, struck in the night. The first to your face, and it's entirely the second to your eyes. Last to your mouth, and it's dark, it's all around. It's all these while holding your knives. Well, I like both of these. These are both my favorite out of the three. I think you wrote Paris at night. <laughs> I hate I you. I know. That joke gets so old. <laughs> I know, but <laughs> I, will so funny. I will do it every time. <laughs> um, okay. I think that you... I think you wrote three shit. <laughs> I think you wrote three B. No, I wrote three A. Uh -huh. I like that one better, so that's yeah. good. Yeah, I did. Okay, I wrote three A. Are you ready for the surprise? Yeah, because what the fuck? My poems are in French. Oh, which is why it had to be, okay. Mm-hmm. So which is why I had to mimic it exactly. Yeah. Understood. And so my poems are all in French. My poet is a French poet. And um, so I wrote them all in English right. and in French. Yeah. And I had to make them both mirror properly. So even the French words rhyme. Right. So um, I have them all. Do you want to hear them in French? Yes. You want to hear mine and the originals in French? Or yes. do you just want to hear? No, actually, I just want to hear yours. They're better. Just mine? <laughs> okay. Um, so the brown cow in French is la vache brune. Une vache se promène dans le pré. Le pâturage écrase sous lui. Notre espoir augmente uh, et la lune aussi. Mm -hmm. I see the rhyming, or, mm -hmm. and I hear it. All right, so that's that's la vache brune, also known as the brown cow. Um, okay, the second one, the mountain, is which mm -hmm. I, the one I wrote. Mm -hmm. um, so in French, it's des milliards et des milliards de moments ne seront jamais assez pour décrire pour dire la profondeur d'intensité wow it's been a while quand tu m'as aimé quand je t'ai je t'ai aimé <laughs> I know je t'ai je t'ai aimé uh, chaque soir au clair de lune dans notre appartement à Paris à Paris sur la rue Le Pic la sommet de la vie lumière and Paris at night, Paris à nuit, Paris à nuit. Um, cinq bouts de, de doigts pour tracer votre silhouette. Le premier deux pour ressentir tes épaules. La deuxième deux pour ressentir ta taille. Le dernier pour ressentir tes lèvres. Et l'autre main pour tenir ta joue, tes jambes, tes cheveux en dormant. Bien que nous dormions très peu. I just want a disclaimer here. I will never write poetry in Arabic, so don't expect that. <laughs> I, 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 didn't, I, I thought you would say that, actually, because I was like, I wonder if this will make her want to write never. poetry in, in Arabic. Nope. But also, Arabic is, like... It wouldn't It wouldn't. I just work. feel like it wouldn't work. It wouldn't work. Yeah. So, do you know who my poet is? Yeah, tell me about your poet, your French poet. His name is Jacques Prévert, and he is... Do I know that name? Yeah, you do. Yeah, you do. Yeah, I, I hope do. you do. Um, so he was born February 4th, 1900, 
and he died April 11th, 1977. He was a French poet and screenwriter. His poems became and remain popular in the French-speaking world, particularly in schools. His best-regarded films formed part of the poetic realist movement and include Les Enfants du Paradis. His poems are often about life in Paris and life after World War II. He was an active participant in the surrealist movement. His poems have been sung by prominent French vocalists, including Marianne Oswald, Yves Montand, and Edith Piaf, as well as by the later American singers Joan Baez and Nat King Cole. He was quite prolific. There are more than 1,500 pages of poetry and notes gathered for the volume of Complète, which means translates to complete, complete works. Yeah. Um, I know him because, well, I don't know him, but I, I know of him because I sang his poem, Les Fouets Mortes, um, set to music in high school with my acapella group. Adorable. Um, and Les Fouets Mortes is also known as Autumn Leaves in English, and it's a super popular song, and it still is in my French cooking playlist. So um, yeah. if you've ever heard the song, The Autumn Leaves, da, da, my window, da, Oh, da, I actually, I think, pretty sure da, I danced to that. <laughs> yeah. That's, um, I can't remember the words, but, um, that's, that's a poem by Jacques Prévert that was set to music, music. and it's like a very famous poem. And actually, when I was a, a, a senior in college, I was taking, um, romantic and contemporary music history, and one of my final projects was that I had to, um, program a concert of... Um, it wasn't like a real concert, but I had to pick pieces from the romantic and contemporary time periods, and my theme, like, that fit into a theme, and my theme was, like, French music, Mm -hmm. and so, like, one of my contemporary pieces, I put that piece in, because it's, there's a jazz arrangement of it, Um, and I was like, (laughs) jazz, French, I love. No, that's definitely ambitious, to use Solomon's word. I wrote all of these poems in a morning. Nice. So um, they actually came pretty easily to me. I think it's just because they were short. Well, and also, like, I mean, it's a topic that you enjoy. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like them a lot. Those are one of my favorites of yours. Thanks. My poem. Yes. My poet. Who? Amy Nezukumatathil. I'm so sorry, Amy. It's Amy Nezukumatathil. She's Indian. Oh, Okay. I love her. Okay. I really liked her poetry. All of her stuff is, she talks a lot about growing up and her, particularly her mother. Um, some things I just couldn't replicate and I don't have the like authority to replicate. Okay. Um, but I picked these three and she has a lot, uh, a lot of, uh, of um, poems that you can look up. But she's a professor of English in the University of Mississippi's MFA program. She um, is the poetry editor of Orion Magazine, which I thought was neat. Mm-hmm. And my most favorite fact about her is that she actually started out as a chemist and a biologist because she, like, idolized her parents and her mother was a doctor and she's like, I want to be a doctor. And then Whoa. she realized that she was, like, terrible at it. But <laughs> during her chemistry and biology classes, she loved the language of the elements and assigning, assigning words to compounds. So she fell in love with the musicality of the English language and then started writing and became a poet. Oh and God, she I said that, like... She's a margins writer. Woo, team mm-hmm. margins. Mm-hmm. She, in her textbook, she would just write margins, write in her margins, and realize she hadn't listened to the lesson and didn't know how to do her homework because she was writing her own poetry. Oh. And her biggest fear in life is the Bunsen burner. She never learned, she never learned how to do it herself. She always, like, flirted with a guy to get, it to, to get him to do it for her. She oh my God, I love still, it. to this day, doesn't know how to do one. 
I love it. And um, I got this information from Poetry Foundation and an interview with Dive Dapper, and she has a website. It's Amy A I M E E Nez N E Z dot net. Go check it. Love it. Boom. So what's the score? We should have looked that up. We always fail to do this. I am disappointed in you because I posted something on the website a while ago and you still haven't noticed it. Oh. <laughs> I was on the website yesterday. Oh, but only on the Tans and Tobes page. Did you look at the uh, sidebar? Absolutely not. You should look at the sidebar. Right I'll, now? Yeah, I'll pull it up on my phone. Okay. I think it'll make you laugh. <laughs> Probably. There are very few things you do that don't make me laugh. I'm funny. You guys, <laughs> I'm so funny. <laughs> okay, read between the lines. Um, view site. Uh, you know where the you know where the sidebar is? Mm-hmm. You know how to get there? Mm-hmm. I don't even know how to get there. Hang on. It should pop up. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, it's you just gotta click on menu. That'll be my project <laughs> tomorrow. Um, so right now we don't know who's winning. I'm really sorry. I just, I actually have a lot of the old ones like in this backpack. But right for here. this episode, you got two and I got one. So yeah, Chrissy is probably winning, or we're very close. Minnie said nine. There's no score. <laughs> so I have, I have some of them. Like, yeah, they're there. We can go just, through them. There. I almost yeah. took a drink of my mic. That would have been interesting mm. to say the least um so yeah we don't know who's winning but i got two right and you got one, one. Right? Mm-hmm. yeah i got your middle one right mountain yeah. yes we're on instagram we're on twitter we're on facebook we're on patreon read those vines see you later yeah, yeah. Woo! Woo, woo. so Woo! thanks